On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. Buenos dias, chihuahuas. CrossFit Chihuahuas. Uh, hoping everybody is having a beautiful Saturday. As where we are, it is currently snowing and looks amazing outside. It it would look more amazing if I wasn't leading the breakfast at the homeless shelter tomorrow. Well, before we bury the lead, I think we need to introduce ourselves. We've we already did. introduced ourselves in the for intro. those who for those who don't know who I am. My name is Chris. <laughs> And my co-host, my partner in crime, is... Lissa. Yeah. Um, hi. Hey. All look right. at that. Look at that little winning smile. So we are... Well, actually, Lissa is hosting um, breakfast at the homeless shelter, at our local homeless shelter tomorrow, and, you know... Leading, not Leading, hosting. yes. Hosting well, sounds like it. Hosting is like the, everyone's coming here. They're not. <laughs> Small house. Right. Uh... You are... I'm on a board, yes. an auxiliary board for the local homeless shelter. And one of our responsibilities, in addition to fundraising and um, uh, getting our name out there, we host, lead a breakfast once a month. So one of the board members leads the breakfast once a month. And this month is my turn. And Okay. Our dog was looked like he was having a seizure for a second. No, he just looks like he's about to throw it. Or he just wanted some privacy. <laughs> Optimus, come over here and don't throw up. Uh, he's been eating grass a lot lately, but whatever. So anyway, tomorrow is my turn. I'm leading. Uh, a bunch of very generous people have donated their time, including Christopher Bernard, Godzilla White, to my left. And it's going to snow like... What? Well, right now they're, they're calling for six to ten inches. That's a lot of inches. And Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, our, and, and what's crazy about that is, you know, it just so happens to be this Sunday, and it's going to be difficult because there are people who have given up their time to volunteer, but you put them in a bad spot because, yes, they want to volunteer, but at the same time they want to be safe. So Yeah, no, I told everyone, be safe. That's your first priority. And I said, we could do this breakfast. If it's just me and you, we'll figure out a way to, to do this. We'll have to scale back some food because the, they have there are about 60 residents in the shelter right now. Well, we're lucky enough to live close enough. So if it's not, you know, extremely bad outside, we'll be there. And it's, you know... It, Unfortunately, it comes at a time where we have the homeless breakfast, homeless shelter breakfast, and hoping that you know everyone can get there. But you know, the snow is beautiful. I do like the snow. And, and if it, it May, fingers crossed. Actually, the freaking May. If it, it snows six to ten inches, I'm not going to work Monday. I'm not going to work Tuesday. I'll probably go back in Wednesday if that's the case. Yeah. God, if you're listening, <laughs> let it snow. Um, so wherever you are, hopefully if you're in the, our local area, I hope you guys are 
inside, safe, enjoying the view outside like we are because it's beautiful. Bundled up with your significant other or dog. Or cat. Like I would be. Dogs. Dogs. Or cats. No, just one dog. Or cats. Um, I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. Always have been. Not really fond of cats, actually. I think they're adorable, but I don't get the stink. But I also really like the only the cat, the stink. Like, I don't get the stink. I don't the find buzz, them as entertaining the as everyone else does Because they're not, they're nowhere near as loving, in my opinion. Well, they're not. They're vindictive little assholes. But That's why I, I don't do get. love a sphinx cat. One of those little bald cats. Oh, yeah, me too. They're so cute. Yep. And I also like Siamese cats. Yeah. I mean, kittens are adorable. Kittens are, but But again, I don't want that as a pet. I want to play with it. I want to pet it. And then that's it. I don't want it as a pet. I want a dog that's going to snuggle up with me or a dog that just follows me or a dog that just wants to be pet. It doesn't hurt that, I mean, it doesn't help that I am allergic to cats, so we can never have one. They would fit our lifestyle so much better. I disagree. Because, like, they can poop and pee in a box. Yeah, I get it. But I don't have a problem walking our dogs. I really don't at all. I just, Just wondering why, why they it. are not more independent species. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> for another day uh so you know right now it's the beginning of uh 2019 almost at 18 and we have been doing pretty well with our goals so far we you have no we both have we are really like knocking them down it's been pretty impressive uh it seems like every single week right now we've completed something either myself or you it's always the first the first of course, couple weeks of the we're year, excited. yeah, we always knock out a bunch of them. And this is the time where we, I personally l- knock out, like, the ones that I will likely not be interested in at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And you, however, have done a great job this year, really. At, you've probably completed five, of, five goals at least. Yeah, I mean, some of them, you know, they've been on my list. I put them on my list. You know, last year, probably around March. Mm-hmm. So I've been excited, looking forward to doing them. And some of them are very attainable, so it's it's quick and fast for me to do it. And I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I've had a really good time so far. Uh, you completed a goal this week by what seeing I, a movie at East do? Street Cinema. I did. I saw If Beale Street Could Talk at East Street Cinema, which is a movie theater a block away from my office that I pass regularly. And I say to myself, self... You should go there. And I then myself says, okay, I will, but I have to go get pizza first. And then, because it's, and pizza's right next to it. Where, How many doing? selves do you have? I have a lot, I have a lot of selves. And uh, so this this week, I after work on Friday, you were busy at your side hustle. Yes. And I went to go see, if Beale Street could talk, I already said that, a book that I read a couple of years ago that I didn't know they were making into a movie until last year. When you told me, mm-hmm. had my little glass of red wine, gave me a pounding headache. Which I don't think, we'll skip past that, but <laughs> I want to say, shout out to movie theaters thinking outside of the box and no Starting longer. Wine. Yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, back when we grew up, when they just, you know, it's just, okay, there's popcorn, there's Coke, uh, there's no, well, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, not Coke. <laughs> But that's it. Go watch your movie. This place $10. has a lounge. Yeah. And the best part, I purposely showed up late to the movie theater because I hate seeing previews. They're always too loud, and I can't, I can't deal with the, uh, I can't deal with all of that noise. 
And they don't play, they don't seem to play previews before the movies, which I really appreciated. So I got there a couple minutes late, but I know the book, so that was fine. Right. I just, I love the fact that, you know, I guess movie theaters saw that. They're catering to adults. Well, also that sales must be declining. Oh, of course they are. So they're they thinking, because people want to stay at home and watch yeah, movies, so make it more things. like a home. Yeah. Here's wine, here's a reclining chair, relax, get comfortable, watch a movie, enjoy it. Instead of, you know, hey, we have movie theater style seats. It's, they're really not that comfortable. The other interesting thing is that this particular theater, and I think this is how I knew, a, how someone told me about this theater. They play a midnight showing of The Room, which is another goal of mine. The Room is that a movie that, like, is the worst movie, quite possibly the worst movie of all time, that's become a cult classic. Disaster Artist with James Franco was based on the making of The Room. And they play this midnight showing at E Street Theater Cinema or Theater, whatever it's called. And I'm not sure. I had this moment where I was like, in order for me to stay in DC on a Friday night at midnight, stay like I would have to I would have to stay at a hotel or sleep at someone else's house because there's no way in hell I can drive back, drive 30 minutes. Sorry, drive. <laughs> what? Drive an hour and 30 minutes to Manassas. Yeah. And then go back for the midnight showing. Yeah. But it's one of the that location and then the Alamo Draft House which I where I saw mm-hmm. little women uh, and had tea there they also do a room the room showing mm-hmm. so I don't know which one I'm going to go to probably the Alamo because it's closer and there's something that there's some history or something with the fact that they show it at midnight it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show there's some like I don't know it's a cultural thing I don't know to me it seems and sounds like a nightmare trying to watch a movie at midnight god right I would never do that I, I don't care what movie it is it could be my favorite movie of all time I would still it's not, not watch just a movie, movie. it's not just a movie though it's this interactive experience I get it where like I understand screaming it screaming at the I thing am, and, I, and it sounds like a lot of fun you know what else sounds like a lot of fun sleep. at eight yeah, or sleep. at seven sleeping or sounds at like a lot six of fun. p.m. instead of hey guys we got to wait until this imaginary time at midnight let's party I mean it sounds great it's just midnight it's come the on witching man. hour yeah, yeah, the witching hour. I gotta tell you, you and I, though we are, you're in your late thirties. I'm in my mid thirties. There's really no point of. You're in your late, late, late thirties, <laughs> and I'm in the mid, right in the prime of my life. Sure. Uh, sure. We don't like going out. No. It's really, it's not good. We would not. Oh, well, I think I like going out more than you, but I worry about you, little guy. I think about how you would rather, you'd rather stand or blankets then do anything well uh, it's funny because <laughs> growing, yeah, yeah growing up um i was the complete opposite i wanted to go out all the time um high school college i had to go out i got my energy from people I had to go out uh and then it just changed and it changed more and more and i i chalked that up to just being a teacher that job it drains every bit of you, and at the end of the day, all you want to do is get your energy back by sitting and being entertained, as opposed to having to entertain. So I don't want to go out and entertain anybody. I remember, I remember the day we got married, and our parents mm-hmm. talking, and my dad bragging about how much of an old soul I was. Mm-hmm. And I remember I kept that with me because I remember thinking, you know, he's right. Like I would much rather hang out with older people and have a conversation with them. I would much rather sit at home and just hang out and watch TV. I would much rather just me and you have a good time together and not go out with anybody else. No offense to anybody else. I'm sure they're having a good time and they're great people, but that's now how I get my energy and recharge. I want to be alone. I was thinking about that old soul stuff because 
I took a Harry Potter quiz, like, which Harry Potter character are you? Because of course you did. And I was Dumbledore. And at first I was disappointed because I was like, well, why can't I be like the, like Hermione, like the smart, smartest girl in the room? Or (laughs) Harry Potter, the chosen one. And of course I get Dumbledore, like the old coot. And (laughs) then I realized, like, I am Dumbledore. I'm the person who tries to stay above the fray. I don't have time for your bullshit. And I'm old. I don't, I don't, I, I'm older than I should be. Well, there's no, there's nothing wrong. I'm an old wise sage. There's nothing wrong with that, though. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. As long as you're happy. As long as you're happy. We should probably go out sometime. I don't think so. (laughs) I think when you go out, I think you just open yourself to opportunities. Just like to, once. I think it'd be good if we... I, I, I haven't I gotten dressed like up it. in a while. I, I need don't to feel like pretty. It. Do you I see me? Yeah, I do see you. Yeah, you see what this looks like? It looks... No, it doesn't. You know it doesn't. You don't even know what I was about to say. I look like Gary Oldman in... Dracula? Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say, actually. Very good. <laughs> Never mind. You read my mind. Good job. Man. The reason why I look we like really it, are together. I have my hair sides, right. I have my hair, both of them, the sides pinned back. As long as you, yeah, as long as you don't look like him in that bat form where he, like, breathes out really quick and, like, the, yeah, Keanu Reeves and, yeah. Uh, you're, you are my Winona Ryder. <sighs> We're not going down that road. Uh well, that's it for that. Okay. Well, that's, it for your e- that's it for your E Street. I was going to stop There's with that. There's nothing more. It's just a movie. We're done. Uh, I have done a couple things. I mean, I could talk about... Tell me more. I could talk about some of my goals, but I will focus on the one I just completed, which was uh, have a session, do a session of Solid Core, which you'll have to explain a little bit more because I actually heard about this training session from you. One of my friends... Uh, said that she she was talking about working out and that she started to do solid core. I don't know how often, but she said that someone who went with her cried during the end of or during the class and because it was so hard. It, yeah, because it was so hard. And I was like, well, that sounds right up Chris's alley. So I immediately told Chris, and he was like, yes, sign me up. I'm in. Yeah, that okay. For those who don't really know me, I loved bringing my body to a breaking point in which. I'm right there. It's about to break, and then I don't break. Remember that time you said I was bad at taking care of you or sympathizing because, and then I said, I just said, well, it's because you do it to yourself. I don't know what you're talking just about. Asterisk this I'm not right sure what you're here because about. this is the this no, is what I. You're talking about something that happened more than 24 hours ago. Therefore, it's been deleted from my mind. Back to my story. <laughs> uh, I love that. It's it's just it's something that. I've always enjoyed, and I truly enjoy that. So when Lissa said, one of my friends did this, and she cried, I was like, okay, that's I'm definitely doing that. Plus, it's something different. Instead of doing the same workout regimen, boom, 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 whatever. And, and it just so happened to be that he did this high-intensity workout session uh, a couple of days after he went to the chiropractor, and they told him that, he what was what was your ailment <laughs> so one of my ribs popped out yeah <laughs> so for those people who if this has happened to you before you'll understand it's happened to what no i'm talking one. about no that's not true i actually talked to my coworker, and he said the same thing happened to him while he was playing around with his kids mm-hmm. so it does happen to people um i've had a burning sensation in my neck for a long time now i know it sounds really serious but i sort of figured i knew what it was anyway i was trying to stretch it out one day 
And I pushed down on my neck, not really hard, but I pushed down on it. And I raised my neck up and I, it was hard for me to breathe. It was painful. It felt like someone took a sledgehammer and, and smashed me uh, right in my spine. So it freaked me out. And I mean, it, it was really, really painful. I thought I was gonna have to go home from work. And uh, so I wound up going to the chiropractor and she said that one of my rib, uh, one of my ribs, the top, top rib on my left side. The most side. delicious. One of, yeah, exactly. The most savory rib uh, popped out. And she, she rubbed the back of it, saw exactly where it was, pushed into it, cracked me up on my back, cracked me up on my neck, and uh, had some stem treatment. And it's, it was really, really good. Treatment? It's the same thing with the little pads they put on oh, you. Oh, the, um, free, the those, yeah. Oh, that's called really, STEM. really good job. Yes, it's called STEM. Really good job to explain that to the folks. <laughs> it feels like you're being electrified. Sure. Uh, so I did that, and it got better, and it's been getting better. And today, I felt I feel pretty good. I need to go back, but um, so yeah, I, I did that. But I I went to Solid Core today, as a matter of fact, and that for. Ugh, that workout is no joke. I mean, you, you look online and they say, oh, it's Pilates times 10,000. Or, you know, it's going to make you feel a certain way. It's the best workout you've never had. It's the toughest workout that you've ever done. And I, and I don't believe that. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Um, it's in a small studio. There's several around in the uh, area in which we live. They keep it dark? They keep it blue light. Oh. So it's a blue light. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, there's mirrors around, of course. Uh, it's only room for about 12 people and how much was it it was 36 dollars that, that was that is way a lot too of money much for one class my gym membership for a month is 30 dollars yeah mine too yeah so in dc right well this one was close enough to dc so it's take the price out because the price was ridiculous i wouldn't do that for any workout um it's it's really tough. Today was supposed to be a full body workout, but we it was a full body workout, but we really worked on obliques for about 35 minutes. And I mean, it tore me up. Uh, my obliques right now, the core, my my uh, my stomach, my sides, hence obliques, <laughs> really hurt. They're sore. Uh, we did a bunch of lunges. We did some uh, arm exercises, some chest exercises. But it was 50 minutes, and it was brutal. I mean, it was really brutal. Uh, but it was great. Uh, I loved it. I mean, it was definitely, if you're looking for something different and you've got extra money, I would most certainly try it out. Did you end up looking at the, at the monthly? I have not yet, but I will look that up. Uh, I, I did look at Groupon to see if they had anything there. Didn't see anything. Now, of I, course, I'll look at it now, and there'll be something there. I'm intrigued by the fact that it is considered a low-impact exercise, which is what I prefer to do. But I, one, it's too expensive. Two, there are none around me. There's plenty around you. I can no, there aren't. I can look. No, there aren't. Yeah, I can look at you dead in your eyes and say you would not last three minutes doing that. <laughs> I can get out of a 50-minute class with all respect. But what if I get an ab as a, in return? An ab, she Just says. Just one in ab uh it is it's intense but it was a goal and i'm glad i had it on there because it, i've tried it i'd love to do it again if it wasn't so much money maybe i can see of a way where it's not that much 
I, I loved it. it was Maybe cool. you should become an instructor and it won't be as much money. No chance. No chance. That's not, that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. So, so far, like I said, 2019 started off with a bang. A we keep going. yeah. Yeah, we keep going. It's very early in January. We've got 11 and a half months to go. But so far, so good. I've been doing a lot of strategizing on my goals and trying to, like, I don't have as many. I feel like last year I had a number of them that were like, okay, this, like the fried chicken festival, it obviously only happens this one week, day a year or something else that only happens this one day. Like I had a number of things that only happen that one day, so I have to plan yep. for that one day. You don't have that This year this I year. don't have as many. Yeah. And I'm trying to like figure out which long weekends I want to complete some of them. And uh, this year I think, which we have not done previous years, I printed out our bucket list to try to figure out which ones we can complete together so we can maximize our efforts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the smartest way to approach them this year because if, like, I'm going to New York for whatever I'm going to New York for, then clearly we're going to go. Like, just just those types of things. Like, okay, these are the ones we're going to complete during this time together. Again, just maximizing the the trips we take and long weekends. And that's – long weekends are where – I really want to focus on this year. I feel like I have not taken advantage of long weekends in the past. They just, they like spring up on us. Well, and we're a like, lot oh, of shoot a Monday we have off. Let's clean. Yeah. I mean, so what? I like that. So, <laughs> sometimes I like just, Oh, long weekend. Cool. An extra day to recharge. Dig I, it. No, but you, I you, understand. You could take a day off on a Friday I or something. I understand. And you've already deleted. I put in all on our shared calendar mm-hmm. all of the long weekends this year, and I and I deleted one deleted. because you've already made plans. I did make plans. Well, but there not you for go. The whole weekend. You did make plans. I'm going to see Jeff Goldblum sing in a jazz concert in Pittsburgh. Are you waiting for an applause? Yes. For who? Jeff Goldblum. Well, first off, I'm the one who introduced you to his music. I did. I don't think you did. I did. We were at Virginia Beach. I played the song. No, no, no. No. I knew about him long before that. I know you had heard about it, but you didn't listen to his music before that. I didn't. So so, there you go. Thanks, Chris, for introducing me to Jeff Goldblum's jazz talent. That's right. That's right. Uh, Yeah. You have me to thank. Um, What else do you want to talk about before we get to the main topic? I, uh, I know something we can talk about. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Lissa has issues. Mm-hmm. She has some serious issues and... I don't want to talk about this too much. I know where you're maybe, going. Maybe, maybe as a, maybe our, uh, CrossFit chihuahuas out there can help her out amongst her, her way. But Lissa, would you like to briefly explain? I'll just, I'll briefly explain that my hypochondria has gotten out of control and no one knows, really knows about this and it doesn't affect my life, but for God's sake... I start stress out. I wake up with some pains, some this, some that every single day. I've been like this since I was a child. And I have a funny story about. <laughs> you just said you didn't want to spend so much time. And you're like, whoa, let me bring have, it back to when I was I, three I'll, years old. I'll just say I wanted I teased this last year, actually. So I'll get into it. But I was a neurotic, nervous child. And at one point. I had a bunch of sand in my bathing suit when I was at, in the ocean one time. I was 10 years old and, or maybe 11 because I, I was already getting my period at that point. And I had a lot of sand Damn, in my bottom. Damn, that's bottoms. early. Right? Yeah, I got my period right when I turned 11. 
I was 10 and I turned 11 in August. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got my, yeah. None of your business. Anyway. Actually, I'm, it's everyone's business who's listening to this now. I've been fertile for Congrats. years. Um, <laughs> very fertile. So anyway, I go to the beach. Save that segue for later. <laughs> I get sand in my bottoms. I'm, in your I'm, bottoms? How old are we? I bikini bottom. Okay. Would you? I get sand in my bikini bottoms, and I'm, I, I, go out to the, <laughs> I go out to the ocean to get rid of the sand from me bum, and yeah. I'm letting out, there's just like this pocket in the bottoms of a bikini that are open for some godforsaken what reason. What are you letting out again? And I'm letting out the sand. I'm opening out the you sand. You get what I was no. smelling while cooking. And as I, I let out the sand and uh, the go back to the place we were staying, and I take my bottoms down, and there's a dead fish <laughs> in my bikini bottoms, trapped in between my vagine and then my bikini bottoms. And there first... are, sorry to cut you off, a thousand <laughs> jokes that I could my, play around with, but I'm thought, not going to spend to too much time listen on it. Listen to me. The first thought in my 11-year-old head, I missed was. my period that month. I thought I gave birth to a fish because I am so unbelievably crazy. Or your parents did a terrible job. I knew how the, sex worked, but I thought I was the only person. That's fine, but you thought you thought that you gave birth to a fish. I thought I was like all of the oh, signs uh, pointed that way. I was like, I missed my period. I was like, this this makes sense. Like I gave birth to a fish. I today. shall name him <laughs> Nemo. And then I, Jesus. And then I was like, no, Lissa, you're you're crazy. You did not give birth to a fish. It got must have gotten trapped when you were letting the sand out of your bottoms. So then. I flushed it down the toilet, and I haven't seen my firstborn child <laughs> since. So. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, say I'm neurotic, hypochondriac, and because of my Catholic upbringing, I am also illogical, illogically fearful of weird things. And you put and that together, and that makes it's you a recipe one for disaster. Ball of and then also joy. because I have MS, I'm have like suffer from PTSD. Like I think that always think that something's gonna be wrong with me. So I have never before my MS diagnosis did I have high blood pressure when I went to the doctors. Have I talked about this before on this? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so I'm just every day I wake up with something, but then I go to my think to myself. Am I diagnosing myself? Because I'm going to be the first person to diagnose myself just like I thought I had MS. And I need to be vigilant, but I also need to not stress out about this. And I'm getting to a point where I am I am fatalizing Slow down because you sound like everything. you're... Everything. Here, here's, the, here's the problem as your spouse. Every, of course, anyone feels for you in this situation because it's scary. And who wants to live in a constant state of fear? The problem that I have is you give me advice and you can't follow your own advice. But it's like every day there's Don't something make the excuse. Hold on now. Hold on. Up. Hold on. You need to follow your own advice. You always tell me you waste so much time worrying about things that you can't do anything about. So what you need to do is focus that energy and put it into something positive. You say it every I, single no, day but what if i am detecting something like you but you've been detecting something since you were 11 yeah but there's going to be a time when it actually comes so why through. are you wasting the time on that I if it let's guess what know. here's the thing at the end of the day if it happens it happens it's going to happen no matter what when I was, whether you worry about it or you don't this is it's like you're talking to me but it's coming from my mouth when I was I don't understand why growing, we keep going over growing this. boobs, I thought I had breast cancer. Like that's where it all starts. 
That's where it all began. Okay. Well, I, some would say it began with a fish. It, I grew boobs before I got my period. And before <sighs> I gave birth to... Poor little fish. Little Didn't gup, stand a chance. Little guppy. Little knee-knee. And then I started getting really self-conscious. Like, did my my body kill it? Or did, was it already dead? And then it just, like, I had a lot of, then I felt, I felt guilty. Like, I murdered a fish with my vagina. And with all that being said, <laughs> kids. <laughs> that is. Oh, as God, don't even get me started on that, too. Of a segue as we're going to so get. I'm so worried. I'm so concerned. Do you realize how neurotic? I'm going to have to, I am going to have to talk to someone about my fears. Or just take a lot pregnant. of Xanax. That's not good for my fish fetus. I mean, well, you know what else is isn't good? Trapping Flushing it, it down the toilet. <laughs> Pretty sure, as much as it knows how to swim, it's probably not doing That's well right now. What's funny about the fish story is that I did not. I think we were sitting on the couch like two years ago, maybe a year ago, and I was like randomly, I was like, "What? What have you not told me that you've mm-hmm. like? What have you never told anyone?" Yeah. And then, oh, this was longer than two years ago. Whatever it was, this was you shared years some ago. story with me that I probably. Uh, how do you I, not? I don't remember. Oh, great. And Thanks. then I shared that story. I had never told anyone because up until like I know what it was. a couple of years ago, I in the back of my head, I thought I might have given birth to a fish. Mm-hmm. I am so fucked up. Like, yeah. So that, what? Uh, that's that's all I want to say. You're flossom. You have your I'm flaws. I'm so embarrassed. Are you going to let me finish that word? Go you on. have your flaws, but you're awesome. Therefore, you're flossom. Mm-hmm. That's a portman toe or two the combination of two words thanks this word was sponsored by crossfit chihuahuas everywhere so kids uh this is the topic of today and the reason why it's the topic of today we just thought we would address this now when are you having them uh, when are you gonna have kids this is why don't you have kids this is what we're talking about when are you gonna have them uh oh. Oh, my tomatoes. Lissa is going to go check on her tomatoes and I will continue this conversation. Go. All right, so the topic is kids. We figured what better place than our podcast to discuss kids? Um, I hear this question every week from coworkers, from students, you name it, someone's asking me. Are you having kids? When are you having kids? Do you want to have kids? Why don't you have kids? And Lissa hears it, uh, not really that much, Never. but it's definitely a conversation uh, piece that we hear a lot. Speak for yourself, because I really don't. Well, when we're together, if we happen to go out, the question is asked. And so, what again, why not talk about it now? So, kids, Lissa, philosophy, what's your take? Go. My take at this juncture in my life, though I've been having, it's been waking me up a lot. Uh, Up until a few months ago, I thought to myself, I'm happy with how we live and I really appreciate the freedom. And at this point, I don't feel like anything's missing. However, my subconscious is speaking things to me that I wasn't prepared to listen to. And I've had terrible scary dreams about like like the like the cliche of your biological clock is is ticking and like dying and in my case having dreams about breastfeeding something and then my milk breast milk turns into like like 
caramel fudge sludge like it's like the first part sounded good caramel fudge i was like cool sludge is the other thing it's like a gross thick like in my head i'm like no you're you're too old you're gonna die you're gonna and that's i've got issues that's all anyway to you what are your thoughts on it uh i have stayed steadfast for a long time with my thoughts and i say the same thing it's it's almost like pull the cord behind me and i'll say the exact same thing it's the uh like you said very comfortable, very happy how we are right now. If you came home tomorrow and said, Chris, I want to have kids, I'd say, cool. If you said, Chris, I don't want to have kids, I'd say, cool. It's just that simple. I am 50-50 split. If anything, I'm probably 51-49, let's have kids, because I do feel at the end of the day, if we don't, we might regret it. Yeah. So, again, I don't think anyone was ever ready to have a child. You might have planned for it and then all of a sudden the child came out oh, and you're my, like, uh, uh, our issue uh, no. at this point, like we are we are established. We're more than we're more than ready. Point, like, we have a good not, support system si- situated and set up. We have plans, you know, obviously we know it's not going to go smoothly, but <laughs> we can do it. It's not that we oh no, we can't do it. It's a matter of under, understanding our limitations and deciding whether we actually wanted to have Let's just say a child. Forget kids, like plural. Let's just start with a child. Um, you know, there's so many things to take into account. Of course, whether you know we can both be there all the time to take care of the child. Will we be terrible parents? Well, I mean, really, everyone. Your health, the child's health. Everyone screws up their kids. So, like, if knowing that that's a fact, everyone screws their kids up, and Except as long as parents. the kids are. <laughs> As long as the kids are alive at the end of the day, like my expectations are pretty low when it comes to that. And um, um, yeah, uh, my my long term goal is to retire Chris so that he oh, can take good care. Oh, good God, that's of... another that's another <laughs> podcast again. We'll stop. We'll stop. Uh, Chris wants to be Chris wants me to be his sugar mama. And ta- I said another podcast. There's no point even talking about this. You don't right want to talk about this. No, Fine. we'll talk about it later. Fine. Uh, and we we've um, I just would like to tell everyone who's ever brought kids up to me who also says, but they'll be so cute. That's never a reason to ugly. have kids. And they're also ugly. stop fetishizing black and white interracial mixed children. Like that is so it's so gross. And that's the reason why, personally, I have had struggle with the idea of, it's just the oven at a 400 degree temperature. Thanks. Um, That kids aren't just, it's not just just babies. Like, I want a child to be a, the the thing that I raise to be a productive member of society. And that's a lot of pressure. But it's also the other person. It's so easy to look at someone else and say, oh, you can have a child because it would be great. It's like, but it wouldn't be their responsibility. So it's very easy for someone to say, yeah, you have a child. It'd be be great. It's like me going to one of my friends and saying, yeah, I have children. It'd be fantastic. You want to know why I would say that? Because it'd be their responsibility, not mine. It's a very weird place to, it's a very weird take to want to, want someone else to have kids. It's like, I don't don't understand that. Like, I, I don't talk about anyone's personal business so it's strange to me that someone even gives a shit about like what what we decide what happens in my womb yeah 
I would, it's just weird. I would also go with, you know, I'm glad people stop asking as much as they did. Like, if my students ask me, That's that different. makes sense. That's fine. I'm never annoyed by that. But when people ask, like, adults who have asked me before, they have no idea whether we could have children if we wanted to, but yet they still ask. And again, that's a very sensitive subject. So you sit there it and you sit. It could be. Yeah, well, it's a sensitive subject for anybody. And let's say that we couldn't. But someone's like, oh, you guys should have children. It's like, what? Mind your business. Maybe we can't have children, yet you still ask. Uh, as a matter of fact, one person who we're volunteering with tomorrow told me that she stopped asking that question because she started to feel bad, thinking like, maybe we can't. And mm -hmm. she she that's, felt bad with that. That's very that's very thoughtful yeah, and like I think something so. to consider. Sure. Uh, and and at this point, um, we don't even know. So thanks to modern medicine, it's prevented. Yeah, I, I mean it's just childbearing. From I happening. would love for everyone. High five. Yeah, I would love for everybody to listen to this podcast so that we no longer have to answer these questions about children because I feel like that's the one thing that people will always ask us until we actually have a child, if we do have a child. I, I want to bring up a couple examples because I was checking my tomatoes that I'm making for the homeless shelter tomorrow. I was, I was Sounds just, so obnoxious. I said I'd make sure everyone knows that I'm checking my tomatoes. Well, you can just say you're checking tomatoes, not checking tomatoes. Tomatoes for, for the homeless shelter. Was like, our big. stop. That I have had a couple of really strange because I I have I don't I don't give a shit really what anyone says to me so it doesn't bother me but I know that a lot of people would really be hurt by certain things that people have said including one woman uh, our tax advisor's assistant who said to me you need to start having kids of your own and stop caring so much about other people's kids in reference to the fact that I was working at a nonprofit that focused on feeding children. And that's why States. we no longer have them doing our taxes. <laughs> she was and we really nice, own. but it's like, that's a very odd thing to say to someone. Because there's so many people who believe that the only reason why people should get married and have sex is to procre procreate. And no. that's sad. It's for pleasure. Sure. Fully, full pleasure. Also, the tax guy... And this has happened a number of times. He's staring at me, and he's like, like looking down, then looks up. He's like, "You and Chris would just have the most beautiful babies." That's really and gross. And he might as well have had his penis in his hand. The way he said it, so why did you pause and make sure you said the P and not the D? Well, I wanted to be. You said de penis. I wanted to be kid friendly. De penis. De I think you said de penis. plenty of words that would make this non kid friendly. Like literally, might as well have had his member de in pee -pee. his hand. I, I I mean I always hear it from uh, colleagues, usually female colleagues, but I think it's just like they think that this is the next step. Like oh okay, so stop having fun now, have children. It's like I. I just want to live my life, and if my life happens to involve children, then that's great. That Are will be our life. That people want you to have a fun vasectomy. I think, and this is complete honesty. I think, actually, it's not complete honesty because I don't want to say this and hurt somebody's feelings. Misery I, loves company. I think that a lot of people 
you know, film, I, I don't even want to say I, it. I would say, I'm going to say this. I don't know if you're going to say what I'm about to say, I'm but I, I think that people, people are so fulfilled by their children, which is wonderful, that they have a hard time understanding what fulfillment looks like when children aren't involved. And they don't, I think it's, a, it's coming from a place of, of caring and concern, of course, but they, they're not, I don't think that they, they want, they want that fulfillment for you because they are, th- they are kind people. No. Okay, I'll just go ahead and say something. I had someone tell me recently, like, oh, man, like, they they saw something that I did, and they thought it was really cool, and they said, oh, man, why'd I have to have kids? I could have done that. And it just made it, like... It's Misery Loves Company. Well, no, it just, just, it makes it, not that, it makes it, like, well, you know, if you had kids, you couldn't do that. And that type of stuff chaps my ass, because I think I will... It's my life, and if I truly want to do something enough, I will be able to do it if I want it enough. Mm -hmm. So if I have children and I decide not to do it, then that makes sense. But I do believe that there's a lot of people who think, well, you know you couldn't do that if you have children. And it's like, I know, that's why we've been waiting. That's why we don't have that's why we don't have children right now. It's an interesting (laughs) when people say that people who are childless are selfish. It's like of no, course. No, I no, say, no. I say we are. I, uh, but I'm, I, I'm. It's both. I see what you're saying. I, it's you both. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's I'm, both. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not selfish in the fact that I want to. I'm I, selfish in the fact that I know that. I know how much it takes. Of and more because I don't yeah. really truly understand. So therefore, I'm not. I. What's what am I? What am I trying to say? I'm trying to, not subject a child. To me, you don't to want to neglect, yeah, exactly. neglect a child, and so you understand what's going to take. So, if anything, that's like the least selfish thing ever. Sure. That I'm really considering something that has doesn't even exist. That I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to subject a child to that, and I don't really understand. And it's selfish as far as like, yeah, our my, my pri- our priorities are us first. Yeah, I just don't like. How also, pe- they should actually still be. But, like, your parents' priority, as long as your parents were good, my yep. parents were good, then the unit is good. Yeah. So it's, um, and though, yes, your child is a, takes a high priority in your life. But the highest ulti- priority, I understand ulti- that. But ultimately. But if your relationship if, isn't good, then yes. If your kid is yes. above you and your partner. Yep, I agree. Then that, like, that's the type of. Um, and that's another thing that really makes me a little angry because I see that people you know, oh, you'll you'll know the moment you hold your child for the first time. That makes me want to gag. Like, well, I cannot stand hearing that. I get it. I understand it. I'm sure it's a beautiful feeling. You don't maybe, even know because you don't have kids. Chris. Exactly. Maybe we'll... It's a snobbery. Too. Yes. Maybe we will get there one day. Well... But to shortchange uh-huh. us because we don't have children, and I know people who listen to this who do not have children are hearing exactly what we're saying and agreeing with it because you know we we know a lot of people with children and we know a lot of people without children and i know that they say the same things that we're talking about right now but you only hear the side from well we have children let me tell you what it's like yeah it's a little uh condescending at times i'd say very much but i will say that when i held my fish baby for the first time there was nothing like that love that existed between it and I. And that's why you flush it down the toilet. Exactly. Whoosh. Now that we've gotten that out of the way and I've shared my deepest, darkest, pescatarian uh, <laughs> secret. Yeah. I mean, so at the end of the day. Mind your business. 
Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say at the end of the day, we have children. We don't have children. We're going to be the exact same Chris and Lissa. It's going to be the same thing. Uh, we're going to be doing the same thing. It's going to be uh, Chris and Lissa and Dwayne Johnson White's Great Gold Rush podcast. And we're coming at you. Sure. I'm just saying. It, it's going, it's, we're not skipping a beat. Or we will abandon everything. And... And you'll never hear from us again. And that's that. Because we have children. Exactly. And we'll say, oh, you guys were so right. Do you guys want to get together? And no, I'll stop. That would be mean. You're so bitter. I'm not bitter. It's because you don't have children. There you go. Uh, You don't know what true love is. But I, yeah, right. I really hope that people understand where I'm coming from. They do. Because you're only hearing one side. Like, and I get it. From that side, I just wish that they would look at it from our side. Like, you know, there's a reason why we don't have children. Because we don't want to have children. And I don't want that to, well, full stop. I'm done. You're done. Okay. I don't I don't want to say anything more. I think I made my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else? No. What is our, if we have a child, what's the name? Um, Nat King Cole White. I said Dwayne Johnson White. Well, we'll have twins. DJ Dub. Yeah, sure. DJW. Nat King Cole White. Okay, so we've got the boy's name. What about the girl's name? That is the girl's name. Nope, gotta have a girl's no, name. No, that is the girl's name. I do not. I, I've always liked names that can go either way. Okay, I'll go Dwayneia. Dwayneia. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Johnson White. Okay. That's cool. Sure. All right, would you rather? Yeah. You don't have your piano keys. I don't keys. have my piano with us. So where's the song? Would you rather answer this question or have a fish baby? Would you rather have nipples that roved and wandered all over your body? The other one is going to be my answer. Or have hair that changes color and falls out in the autumn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me the hair. Give me the hair. That was the easy one. Nipples that, yeah, nipples all over your I'm body. Try to have a nipple terrible. on your forehead. How would I nurse? Yeah. My fish? Chris White, nice to meet you, sir. You got a nipple on your ear? Oh have wait, now it's on your chin. Changes color and falls out in the autumn. That's cool. Definitely that one. Because it says have hair like for me. If I had hair like that, it would be like beard. Uh, yeah, sure. So, so I have a red beard. Cool. Yeah. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> You had red hair as a baby, so this is natural. I didn't have red red hair. I had a brown, brownish tint. Let's stop. (laughs) As a brownish tint, or hue, some might say. Hue. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's easy. We both agree. All right. Cool. We done. I think we are. All right. Fantastic. I would like to thank all the CrossFit Chihuahuas out there for listening to our podcast. And I hope that you guys enjoy whatever you're doing when you're doing it. And we love you very much. Got anything else? No. That's, that really, that was sentimental. All right. See everybody. Have a good day or night. Bye. Bye. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.